last time on the Savage Bear Podcast. We ventured out to find this Aaron Tower and, well, we found troglodytes. How you doing down there, Yuri? Still bruising? <sighs> Yeah, oh, you said you were. <laughs> uh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Savage Bear Podcast. Uh, this is your Javier speaking, and he's going to now hand over the person that knows what they're doing. Hello, Adam. Hey, how you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you for that. Okay, who here has Netflix? Yep. Mm, presumably. Everyone. Right. Has anyone here started watching Squid Game? Literally, I just learned about it today. I'm up to episode three. Episode three. I think. It is fun. It is a very, very fun TV show. For for how both cliche and mundane the plot is, they've done an incredibly good job of making it interesting and entertaining. Yeah, I'm obviously no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone, but I just would highly recommend everyone go out there and go watch it if you've got it and get hold of it. It is... It's good. Like, oh, I stayed up way too late last night watching way too much of it. Every episode had me hooked at the end of it. It was like watching Game of Thrones back again, like in like yeah. season three and four. I think that was like the peak of my interest in Game of Thrones. Speaking of great fantasy series, Wheel of Time starting in December, oh, yeah. I think. Oh, November. <gasps> oh yeah. I'm, dude. November. And November. I'm so keen. I'm almost finished my uh, third read through. And season two of The Witcher. Oh, dude. Uh, yes. Either November or December. I can't remember when. When is that? November, yeah, late November actually. Mm, November, I remember because um, I was like, oh, it's like my birthday. There was something else too to get hype about. What was it? June. Oh, yeah, June, yeah. I'm super keen for June, but I'm bummed that it's in two halves. I'm going to have to wait like a year for the conclusion. Yeah. Oh, is it? Mm, yeah. It's two oh, Devo. But it's going to be brilliant. It's by uh, one of the best yeah, directors be of our time. Who's directing that? Uh, the guy that did Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, right? No. Dude, I'm okay. I'm so much more keen for that. I'm trying to not watch any trailers or anything for it. I'm like, I just want to come to this fresh. Just dodge trailers. Dodge trailers for everything, dude. Yeah, yeah. I remember I dodged trailers for. Um, well, actually, I had no idea what I was actually movie I was going to go see, and I had no idea it existed. Um, the uh, Quiet Place. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I knew nothing about that. Nothing about that walking in. So, thought it was going to be at a, a, a serene old person just having a good time that's exactly because I went with my family my, my dad was like yeah come see a movie with us we're going to go see like this quiet rom-com thing just come join us and I'm like oh, I don't know if I want to go it's like no 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 it's got really good reviews come see it come see it and so I was completely unexpected walks me in sits down in the cinema and uh, like we're watching it and everyone's like and then, and then suddenly it's that scene where yeah spoilers for everyone the robot goes off robot and then it's like what the fuck what's going on and then suddenly that happens you're like oh the spaceship oh. right yeah remember when I was like the, robots yeah. what fucking movie did you watch yeah. and it's like <gasps> well no no he has he, it's the, a, the uh, child spaceship. has the toy the robot that goes off yeah but yeah I know what you're talking about yeah. oh it's a spaceship sorry spaceship yeah, yeah the toy spaceship goes off yeah and it's like <gasps> and I won't spoil it any more than that it's just like I totally didn't expect it it came completely left field for me like I was like holy shit and I really want to watch the second one um, and I'm giving my girlfriend the same treatment that I had with it. I really want to show her the first one without 
too many spoilers, so hopefully she's not listening through the door. Mm. Yeah. I think she's watching the Sex Education, <laughs> which is also another another really good show. show. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about the Quiet Place was the awkward silence in the cinema. Like everyone was too afraid to touch their popcorn and candy wrappers and stuff. It was just like because it was yeah. so good and using like sign language in that medium because it was like what eighty percent sign language, twenty percent like actual voices. I don't think there was that much voice, really, was it? I, I, there was a little bit, like... Yeah, bit, and it was just... would have been more like 1%. Yeah, but it was like... It was really... really I was just such an issue. And from one of my favourite actors, what's his face, who also directed it and produced it. Emily Blunt. Yes. <laughs> no, but... but um, uh, What's John his name? John, John Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski. Who, um, yeah, I'd started watching... Also, I started watching that show that he was in, what was where he plays the guy the from... The, Pardon? The Office, yeah, <laughs> the he office. was great in The Office as that action hero. No, Bob, The Office. Um, Jack, uh, John... Uh, ja- um, Jack Wick, yep. Ja- fuck. Jack. It's the Tom Clancy Rob. one. Yeah, Reacher. I can't remember it's so generic Jack Reacher. action Jack Reacher. hero name. Yeah. What, what was it? Jack Reacher. Reacher? Jack Reacher, that's it. Wait, Jack Reacher? Is no, that's no, the, no, no, no. That that's the Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's the Tom Cruise movie. Jack something. Jack... Google. Uh, Jack Attack. Jack... <laughs> <laughs> Jack something. Go on. Yeah. John, I'm looking it up. John Kresinski. You can cut all this out, Tim. No, don't cut any of this out. Uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. That's right. The two first name action hero guy. It was really good. Like the whole investigative part, Mm. I really enjoyed. Interesting. I'll always love those action movies where there's a lot of investigation stuff going on. I I like a lot of talking in my stuff, hence why I love The Wire. It's just all talking. And then, holy Jesus, what happened? All right, shall we get back into it? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. So, last session, Yuri took the lead on the journey as you left the circus, avoiding a mildly awkward conversation with Cole. During the journey, you found strange tracks of creatures that seemed to be patrolling around the area of land in front of you in a wide arc. Moving closer to where you believe the tower was, you found a second set of tracks that crossed your path, this time showing signs of conflict and drag marks, as well as spots of blood. You followed these drag tracks through the brush, and suddenly you heard voices in the distance, guttural cries and chirpings. You moved slowly, being met with the stench of rotten fish and body odour, overpowering all of your senses. In front of you, you spot five reptilian-like humanoids looking they look very similar to eels trying to transport their cow prize across a fallen tree trunk the stench so overwhelming at this point causes yuri who stepped forward to greet them to puke soon are followed by kale and battle ensued yuri was left to fight against four of the five while kale managed to get over his sickness and battled the other one Javier struggled with his new weapon, and upon Yuri falling unconscious and landing in the riverbed below, he pulled out his true and trusty rapier. Kale and Javier made quick work of the last of the reptilians, and Kale managed to smash a healing draft into Yuri's mouth, bringing him back from the edge of death. Again. Yuri, your eyes open up, just... <gasps> life is suddenly forced back into your body. You are current, You can't move your arms, you can't move your legs, you're being... <sighs> Like hog time, and you're like face in the dirt. You, you mind um, like getting rid of these bloody bindings, fellas? If I'd only I had some kind of bladed weapon rather than this rapier. Oh wait, <laughs> I'll grab my bladed hoop and cut the bindings free. 
Kale's just gonna be uh, in the court in the mud, just like pounding the mud as he transforms back to his normal <laughs> self. <laughs> <laughs> You Excuse look at me. the mess in front of you, and hands covered in like river, wa- dirty river water, and just mud, and as well as like a little bit of blood from the truck, uh, the creatures on the uh, from the fight above. You know, I'm getting bloody sick of uh, almost being killed by random creatures that we getting encounter. Just saying. Learn to fight better. Right. No, just say you take four of them, mate. Yeah, you did reasonably well, I have to say. Surprisingly. Up there fighting four of them at once. Like, very surprising. Definitely that flat-footed thing helped you out a lot. Yeah. I'm very... I was very surprised. I was like, holy shit, he's just holding out against it. Uh, do you guys just mind if I, like, take a minute? Uh, and he's going to begin uh, administering first aid to himself. Can we move away from the stinky man? Oh, yeah, no, let's, uh... Let's let's get out of here. We'll Alright, you guys move forwards move and you find a forwards away. Yeah, you move far enough away that it's only just like you can smell it in the air, but it's not over overpowering. It takes you maybe like a only 20, 30 feet away from the dead bodies, yeah. and you can start to get like fresher air. Alright. Well And you're gonna do some battle medicine. Yeah, no, well just some medicine check, yeah. But I'm gonna roll it because I've got plus nine. Cool. Um plus the gloves. Plus the gloves, yeah. Well, the gloves take me to plus nine. Oh, okay. Um, Don't hurt yourself. No, that'll do it. That's a eighteen on the dice plus twenty-seven. Oh, sweet. Twenty-seven. That's a two d eight plus ten, right? I think is what. Yep, it is. yep, yep. And the DC is eighteen, isn't it, or is it? DC is twenty for that. Okay. Ah, oh, because you wanted to add that ten. To yeah, it. I want to add the extra ten. Uh, so that's right. 17 HP. Oh, what's the... Oh, no, critical success means I need to get 30. In order. 28, I believe. Or, well, you would need to get 30. Yeah, with the 20. to critical success, right? Yeah. 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 Which I did not get. What um, do you need to roll to get a critical success on that? That's a plus 9, so you'd have to roll well, 21. Uh, well, I'd need to do a regular check and roll a regular check to get a critical success on that. But you, if you were to set the higher DC, if you were to roll a 30... I wouldn't be able to get it. You wouldn't be able to get a natural 20 on it. I wouldn't be able to get it. Well, I could get a natural 20, but that would... Does that count as a critical success? That would be a critical success. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't need to confirm that, do you? No. You If you critically succeed with a 20 on that... That would be... The, a natural 20 would be the only way I could get a critical. Yeah. Because you would need a 21 to get up to 30, which would be 10 above what the limit Yeah. Regardless, I am now on 19 HP. Still reasonably low. Yes. What's your total? 48. Alright. Now you can spend more time here, obviously, metting up. Anyone else who took any damage throughout that? Did anyone else take any damage? I took six. Yeah, so I'm okay to keep going. Alright. Well, Uri will uh, just wrap his wounds for now as he can, mm. and then continue on, and then uh, just like pause in like 10 minutes or so to. Continue. Yeah, healing. continue healing. As you make your way over to the other side of the um, river embankment, uh, you do notice you see the same tracks. This time, they're less cautious and more like it's like a traveling path that's on the opposite side of that log. As if this is a well trodden path they use. Yeah. Does it appear to just be this band of dudes? 
Um, you do notice the tracks. You do notice slightly different ones. Uh, possibly another creature, or possibly maybe one of them has a like an odd foot. But they do genuinely look the same reptilian style. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty easy to surmise that. So you keep following this track. Yeah, I keep following. Cool. You guys keep following this track forwards. And my next heal uh, keep takes me to uh, 47. 47. Because wow. I rolled two eights for the 2d8. Ooh, that's a good heal. It's a very good heal. So you guys travel for a little bit longer. You follow these tracks and they lead into another dense forest uh, that kind of starts going uphill, up like a, one of these hills nearby. And it's a little bit of a climb. Um, but when you get to the top, in front of you, maybe less than a mile or two in front of you, you see again that tower. Much closer this time. Like, as you get closer, you um, start to see... You can even see it a bit more clearly now. The tower stands what you guess to be about 100 feet tall, and it's obelisk in shape. It seems to be made out of mud brick, but it doesn't seem to have the appearance of being built, but rather grown. Risen out of the earth, showing the different layers of dirt over the ages. The summit looks uniformly level, and casting off different hues of light in all directions is an orb. It glistens and glows as it casts off its light whilst floating in the air, rotating around the apex. Dare not touch the sides of the tower. The orb keeps its distance by at least 40 feet, almost as if it's dancing, up and down. You're on the western side, just below where the tree line is, you spot which looks like a stair set that's clutching onto the side of the structure, same out of, made out of the same mud brick material as you saw before, and it's rising about 40 feet off the ground and connects to the side of the tower. How big, like, wide did you say the tower was at its base? Wide at its base? Um... It was 100 foot tall. I'm just trying to get an image of, like, what these stairs are compared to it. Um, as it comes out like kind of an obelisk shape, almost like a pyramid obelisk, like yeah. as it gets down to the ground, it gets wider and wider and wider. You would guess it to be about, give me one second, um, at least 200 feet wide, and it's like a square. So it is... It is Pyramidal, almost. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Kale? You know more about this shit than I do. Do I? This whole time you're talking at the top, it's just whoom, whoom. So that's just like a little glowy orb thing that's around the, surrounding the top. Yeah. You would yeah. think it's... Give me a perception check. Certainly. 22. You probably think it's maybe... You know, it's hard to tell because of the glow and how bright the glow is. Uh, but the orb with the glow maybe looks about six feet in radius. Yep three foot in diameter the other way around yes yeah 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 i'm not doing it again (laughs) so you see that just room room ever so often like drifting down and up down and up around it very subtly up and down cool and those stairs we can't see the end of them they kind of like go around 
You can see them on the western side of the structure, and it appears that they go up to a certain height, and you can see what looks like an entranceway. Oh, okay, there is, okay. Alright, well, if you want, you two wait here and I'll go scout it out. Sounds good to me. You sure? He's gonna turn, he's gonna do this. <laughs> Wave his hand in front of his face and turn invisible. It was very mixed. <laughs> We're going invisible. How long does that last? Ten minutes. Alright, you've got to do a mile in ten minutes, which I think is pretty, pretty reasonable. Oh, we're a mile away. Yeah. Oh, you're okay, never mind. I, I do not cast invisibility. Okay. Get a bit closer. You're, yeah, so you're about a mile away from this structure. And, like... We'll get a bit closer first. You can first. have that discussion, like, as you get closer, and, like, while you're next to the foot of this gargantuan... That's it. Go to it. Gargantuan, like, obelisk-like building. You notice that the trees around you are, like, clinging to this structure, like, cuddling it, like, it's tree branches, which look almost almost unnatural like grow out towards it hit it and then seem to like cuddle up it at first you thought it must have been vines but they're actually the branches of the trees like almost cuddling and growing up it hmm well let's get closer yeah it uh it does seem that it it kind of is like giving life or whatever to the trees around it if you know what I mean did they say why this thing wasn't working they say something about troglodytes and squatters or something. Uh, yeah, probably. Let's go. Uh, Basically well, implied there's going to be a lot of killing involved, so. They didn't want to get their hands dirty. That's all right. Well, you uh, you said you were going to go scare out or whatever. Yes, well, once we get a bit closer. You start wandering yeah, right. down, still following the tracks ahead that lead to the structure, not that you need them anymore because you can just see this thing. How close do you get before you want to go off by yourself, Kel? I mean, if it's thick forest around the bottom, okay. we'll just get as close as we can. I need everyone to do a stealth check for me, please. E. 17. I got a 20. 13. 13, 17, 20. Fantastic. So you start making your approach. Yuri, maybe it's the wounds you took or maybe it's you just in a bit of a daze after being basically knocked out you're a little bit wavy on your feet and you're stepping on more things than you would do normally um, a couple of branches and stuff just snapping onto your foot and you go to lean on like a tree and you like put your hand through a bush like you're a little bit little bit heavy on your feet at the moment and you manage to get up to this staircase you can as you approach the stair set around the western sides you can now see that Weather and time has degraded the staircase down to basically a slope. No more are there any harsh or sharp edges. You can see that shoddily made wooden planks have been nailed to the slope to make it easier to climb. At least some attempt has been made for some repairs. Your footprints, you realise as you look down at the ground, are suddenly joined in an abundance, all with drag marks leading up the ramp, which parts have been stained brown-red in colour. Well... Uh, is it me, me first again, or...? Oh, it's alright. Wait here. If you see fire or hear screaming, uh, maybe come, uh, help. Yeah, it's probably fair. And he's gonna turn invisible. Alrighty. John Cena. And you start walking up these steps. You realise as you start walking up 
this slope if it wasn't for these wooden planks like you would not be able to put your feet on it every time you put your feet down on an area that's not got one of these wooden planks nailed down it just slips so you're just taking it as you can up these wooden basically wooden two by fours that have been put and nailed into this stair set as you reach the beginning of the last turn up the staircase it hits you you turn around and you can see for miles you're above the tree line in the distance you can even swear you can see the roofs and chimneys in the and beyond the rolling hills and even a flash of red and orange perhaps from the big top tent you look behind you and you see the storm above the hermitage billowing and circulating the occasional thunderbolt striking downwards as if it's a blessing from Gosworth themselves small flock of birds fly past you towards the loose canopy of trees below giving you a sharp perspective of how tall this tower actually is you look back up towards the ascent of the tower in front of you. You see two statues are perched, which look to have become broken and worn as if time has rolled over them on the landing in front of you. And you can see a large grand mud brick entranceway at the top. I'm going to continue up to the entrance. Let me bring you over. This is what you see in front of you. As you get... I'm blind. You're blind. As you get to the top... I noticed. You can see all right? Yeah. Okay. So I'll move you up. Do you, you make your way all the way to the top landing? Yeah. Okay. So the Ooh. statues are here and here. They're not on the map at the moment. But as you walk past, they seem strange in forms. Like, can you give me a society check? Hmm. Uh, 22. You remember that the leader of the Hermitage, Harlock, said that this tower was created by Arden. These statues don't represent this god in any way. They're also oddly out of place. This structure is made out of mud brick. These are made out of what appear to be stone. It seems very odd that they are here. Okay. It's gonna continue on. You look, do you look down into the entranceway? Yeah. Alright. As soon as you look into this entranceway, you are hit in the face by the same smell that you smelt before. Instantly, you recoil and your eyes start to water. You feel it permeate whatever, what feels like every ounce of your, every part of your senses. When you look through your bleary eyes, you can see that this slope just is steep, similar to what the uh, the stone, uh, not the stone, the mud staircase you went up before. This one is just a sheer slope downwards. You can also see the flickering of what looks like fire below. Can't actually. I'm gonna head in, but I can't see anything on the map. Okie dokie. Alright. Can I get. Alright. I need you to do an acrobatics check. As these steps are severely, severely steep. I say steps, slope is severely steep as you go in. 10. As soon as you put your foot on the slope, you just slip. You just start going sliding down the end of this, this slope, falling all the way down to the bottom bursting into a room. You're still invisible, but all around you, you see these creatures that you fought before jumping up and looking around like as if they they, they heard something, but they can't see anything. They're looking around, sniffing, going, and they start looking around, they keep looking around, they're like looking around your body. You have to kind of like weave out of their way as they're walking around. But the thing that you see that is the most, like the odd, most odd thing you see there is from behind the fire, and behind what you see is a cow carcass. You see a creature pop up. Six feet tall, covered head to toe in brightly covered feathers. 
Its small arms are grouped around its chest, cautiously flicking out deadly curled talons. Its feet and shins are yellow-skinned with giant sickle-like claws tapping on the ground as it moves. You can see it snarl out behind razor-sharp teeth in its mouth, and the crest of its head, which is like a crown of feathers, seems to rattle and shake. I'm going to show you a picture of it. I also need you to do a fortitude save. 20. Fantastic. As soon as you get down there, you are just... Your nose is filled with the smell of the same rotten flesh and body over as it hits your nose, but this time you are able to hold back whatever you felt before. I'm bringing this image out. Bang. This is what you see. Oh, oh shit. Do you have, like, a history check or skill? Let me have a look through your skills. Yeah, you do not recognize what this creature is. You could give me a nature check. It's, uh, no need. It's a dinosaur. Stand up. Very clearly, some sort of large reptilian creature. They're looking around, moving around. Like, look, looking around. It's Gavon Ordnish! And they're, like, looking around, looking up, and they start looking up the top. And you hear them shout, And from the top of the slope, you hear the creaking of stone. And you hear from the top a voice coming out. And you can see one of the statues are shouting down the slope towards these creatures. Uh, back at the front door. Back up the top of the slope that you fell down. Uh, one of the stone statues have come down and started talking to one of the creatures down below. Do we hear this clatter from where we are? Give me a perception check. Have a yeah and Yuri. Ooh, not great. Uh, 15. 15 as well. No, you do not hear this. They, they see the statue move? They do. And they it, like as it calls back, they shout back up at it. Stand up, no nervous here. Come on, give her. And it goes, not And then just walks back, and you can hear the grinding of stone from up top, and then silence. The creatures kind of like sniff about and kind of settle back down on either side of the the, the cow carcasses that are around this fire in this small room and just start cutting away at some of the hide that's left on there. You notice that the large six foot long bird like lizard is still sniffing around in the air actually no no it's not sniffing around the air sorry um it is sees the others sitting down and then starts sitting behind the others looking for any scraps of meat that they might throw back okay hmm. gonna he's gonna go for a little walk alrighty he's gonna wait and as soon as he's like okay he hasn't been detected and he's gonna start edging along the wall and head for the All hallway right. No worries. So the rooms, so the, the 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 rooms are standing about maybe fifteen feet tall. The walls are mud brick, but solid mud brick. It doesn't look like it's been like built up by like masonry or anything like this. This just solid brick that is mud. As you move northward, th- as you move forward, so you're moving into the hallway to the to the north through there. Yeah. You all, you notice. Um, first thing you notice is that the smell in here is slightly more different. It's more. How do I describe it? It's more, uh, more like a barn, like more like dung, more like, um, more like animal, rather than this horrid, like rotten fish bo odor that you've smelled. And you see that this 
odd-shaped room is divided into divided by several piles of stacked stones. Each stack is about four, about four feet tall. In the back, you see there are large nests made out of sticks and mud, and they're spread around the room on both sides of the stone stacks. The northwest corner of the room contains a large hut made of poorly tanned hides and topped with the skull of some enormous fanged beast. The eye-watering smell of these creatures, animal dung, and unwashed reptiles fills this room. You also spot two more of these large reptiles. Fuck. He's going to back back out now, and he's going to try and... And they look like this. Underbelly, soft, like regular skin with hooves at the bottom going out to four toes. On top, you see armoured chitin on the head, almost like a beak-like mouth, and all the way down their back leading to a tail with a massive, like, double-fisted size chet- hard chitin lump. He's gonna chaos, he's gonna just like, eyes wide and his invisible form begin backpedaling and heading back for the front door. Give me a pe- perception check just before you leave. A nine. Everything seems fine. You start backpedaling and you look up towards this I wish you would go head over to the slope. You look up at the slope, and it's like almost up at like almost a forty-five degree angle. If you want to start climbing, I'm going to need an acrobatics check just to see if you can keep your balance. Sixteen. All right. You make it to the top, and as soon as you break through this slope, your f- your nose and your eyes are all met with clean, fresh air. It's like you almost want to gasp for air. But then you look to your left and your right and you see these two stone statues sitting there. One of them uncomfortably, like, reaches over and, like, scratches their back. And their arm just resets back into the form that it was in before. Kale's gonna go back down to the hiding place with the other two. (laughs) Hey, Kale, give yourself a hero point. Ooh. Something. I want to reward you for going in there and doing that little bit of a scout mission. He's gonna walk up uh, to the other two and just whisper in their ears. Okay, so the statues at the front door are alive. They're probably deadly. And there's a bunch more of the eel men inside. Right. With a pet dinosaur. And then there are two really big pet dinosaurs uh, well, in the other room. You say dinosaur, like... Mm-hmm. The, uh, okay. Um, well, I don't really feel like fighting that kind of stuff today. If it's all the same. Mm. Uh, yeah, it looks perhaps uh, for another day. Maybe come back when we're level six or something. I don't know. Or come back with Bunny. Wait, level six? What <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You know, like on the level, feeling good, you know? Oh, right, like, yeah, you Like take, a six you out of ten, you know what <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. I know what you're talking about. I feel like a level five at the moment, just with all my wounds and whatnot. Mm, you look worse. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but with that knowledge in mind, um, yeah, should we, like, delay this? Yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, make like a tree. Um, I was also thinking, uh, you know those dudes that we killed? Um, yeah, they're friends. Um, they're, yeah, uh, should we, like, um, hide their bodies or something? Maybe we should make effigies to try and scare the rest of them away. Well, like, uh, like a, a, a warning sign or something. Yeah, like, put them up, tie them to sticks, impale them, put them on the ground in front of the river. It's like, don't cross the river. Yeah, it's a pretty simple message. Slaughter someone's people just so that they uh, 
don't become story years. I never message orcs used to teach all the time, you know. I don't teach it no more, but like, you know, I'm happy to give you just a lesson. Well, um, you two go on ahead. I'll meet you at the river. You're not going to go, like, dining on us or whatever? No, I just need to have a quick read. He's going to sit down in, in the bush and pull out his spell book and just begin reading. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you're telling them to leave you there in the bush and go head back to where the bodies are? Okay. Yeah. It, 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 just so you're aware, they'll be, like, 20, 30 minutes away from you because they've got to head back and... Oh, he's only, only going to read okay, for 10 fair. minutes. Okay, fair. So they so. just get, like, a 10-minute head start on you. Are you still invisible at the moment? Uh, it'll wear off any okay. minute now. Cool. So. All right, do you two leave him in the bush there to read? Yep. All right. Yeah, sure. You wander away. Okay, well, what are you reading up on? Uh, he's using his, uh, what's it, spell substitution feature. Uh, he's going to substitute out his Scorching Ray spell for another animated assault. And then he's going to get 120 feet away from the entrance and then shake up a pe- peanut bag and throw it <laughs> at the statues and then leg it into the bush. He's <laughs> like... <laughs> all right. Are you going to sneak? All right, give me give me a sneak roll, because we're already a little bit suspicious of what's going on in this area. But uh, I don't think... Can you throw... How far is your throw? Because you might actually be able to throw it up if you can throw a... F- it's 120 feet within, range. Yeah, ignore me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you shake up this bag, throw it. Yeah, it's just uh, unnatural. Like, it, it's obviously... It's magical. So as he, he, like, just lobs it over his head and it just goes, like... <laughs> just whizzes across the, 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 the tops of the trees and then just lands in between the two statues and just boom, boom. All right, what do they need? Reflex saves? Yeah. I'm going to give them a major minus because they're going to be sitting there pretending to be statues. Oh, well, one's a crit fail. Did you say pretending to be statues? And that one's going to also be a fail. So they both fail. One's a crit fail. Ooh. All right. Um... Uh, what do we got? Uh, crit fail is double damage. All right. Oh, oh, same result as last time. Big 18 damage for normal oh, and 36 for the crit Jesus fail. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, yeah, you throw this. Do you get 120 feet away to throw this, like, at the point, or you just... Yeah, he's at the point of 120 feet away. As soon as he lets go of it, he just starts legging it into the bush. He doesn't stay to watch the pop. He's... Okay. Give me a sec. All right. Yeah, so you run, and you, like, I don't know, like whirl this thing up just and you just echo and you two in front you can hear this this audible just and you see a running just running across this field towards you guys just and you're like what the fuck and then you just look up at the like look you can just see from the the uh the out uh, the outcropping where this um uh sloped staircase leads up just this just you see things flying in every which direction you see these two things that you weren't sure were like blobs just like move one of them takes flight and just like flies up and just and starts looking around the other one is like on the floor like holding up like an arm that's exploded off Uh, looking around flying you can see it then flies into the tower downwards and you see Kale running after you, just <laughs> running up to you guys, wide-eyed, yes. grinning. Uh, nice one, mate. Let's keep going. We should probably keep moving. They're going to be angry. Yeah, I think so. I'll be fucking furious. I've experienced that before. At a quickened pace, you guys make it back to the bridge uh, within like 10, 20 minutes. What do you wish to do with these bodies? I, I see we got two options, mates. Uh, first one, we... 
to pick them all up and like carry them someplace they won't be found or whatever but uh, I think these fellas have got keen noses and eyes on them so the other option is to make it look like an animal did it. He kind of, he looks down at the one that's like just split in half and he's like mm. <laughs> And your eyes then run over the dead cow next to it <laughs> You mean like we put a sword in the cow's hands or something that's not a bad idea. No, like, like a bear or something. Or... Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. I'm course, not course. sure. I think Kale's idea is more believable. The cow's fighting back. <laughs> are, are you making fun of me because I, I told you about giant tipping earlier? Yes, yes I am. No, it is a good well, idea. It is a real thing. You're right, they will find them if we hide them, so... Our options are to make it look like an animal did it, or... A sentient cowing was what you're saying. Yeah, or we could impale them on their own javelins and stand them up as effigies on the other side of the river. Look, I'm partial to both option B and C, but, uh... Well, I'll say... I think B is less antagonistic. Perhaps you should decide, because you'll be the one getting your hands dirty. Yes, I was going to say, if we are doing the impaling, it it will not be me. You've seen how I get, Yuri. Uh, Alright, well, perhaps it's best you two... Uh, continue on to Aberton. I'll, uh, I'll be quick here. Oh, it's alright. I'll wait for you. You don't want to watch this? No, I'll face right. it away. I've got three ways, or four ways we can do this, Yuri. Mm-hmm. We can do a society check to try and set up effigies that you would believe would be good against them. We could use Orc Law knowing that your tribes and your clans would leave up effigies to scare off other clans and tribes and whatnot. You can put up Gorm Law, as maybe you can make it a religious thing. Mm-hmm. You're not too sure if you know, these creatures it. believe and praise in demons. Don't know how Gorm feels about it, but it could be seen as an aggression from another god. Or you could just do a crafting roll, like an arts and craft roll. Oh boy. <laughs> so that's to make the effigy. How? What about to make them appear as if they've been mauled or whatever? You could even actually, if you want to make it as disgusting and horrible as you can, I'm happy with occultism. Occultism. Uh, if you want to make it really look real juicy and bloody. I mean, I have a lot of those. Talking. Uh, so how you tell me how you want these things to look. I think Yuri's going to sit down uh, just at like the... Take out building plans, write the <laughs> block, start drawing measurements and yeah, ratios. Yeah, for sure. and... No, no, he'll, <laughs> he'll sit down like kind of like on the log over the top of the river and just like ponder mm. the bodies for a second. Like, I know it sounds bizarre, but he's seen this shit before. He's done this shit before, so it's not anything to him. Um, he's just like looking at them. He's like, maybe Kale's right. Maybe like an effigy or something. That might, that might work. Kachalan did show me a couple of things. Um, so he's going to. I'm going to do an orc law to try and okay. recall how his the, the tribal shaman, his mentor would have, um, was like taught him how she taught him how to do this kind of stuff. It was a long time ago, so right. he's probably like you know got to rack his brain yeah. somewhat to try and think of a suitable style that might even work here, but. Or even just how to do it in the first place. Oh, that's a good roll, though. Uh, 17 on the dice and an 8 for all claws. So it's 26. Uh, no, not disregard. Uh, 25. Okay, so yeah, you, you rack your brain and you look at what you can use. You know, you can use their spears because you know that can 
you know, reinforce the idea that they fell and I'm using mm. their weapons to defame, like, to d disgrace them. You know, that you can prop them up because the horror of your friends seeing them, like, propped up and disjointed and curled up in different positions will install fear. These are all things you've learned from your tribe, so you know how to do it as an orc tribe against an orc tribe kind of thing, and you think that would work quite effectively I think here. what you might do is uh, place two of their um, bodies on the uh, close side to the Erin Tower, and then hmm. the two and the leader on the other side, on the other side of the log, kind of saying, like, you guys stay over that side. If you come over here, even more of you guys will die. Kind of thing, if you know what I'm saying. Hmm. I do know what you're saying. All right. Well, this yeah. will take you some time to prop them up and stuff, and especially if you're doing it by yourself. Javier and Kale, are you just sitting along the tree line or sitting on the thing? Kale, you're not looking, but Javier, are you watching? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. You might, like, after about 20, 30 minutes, you do hear some sounds of, like, maybe stripping and breaking of tendons. You can hear bones being dis like. Joints being dislocated uh, like and whatnot. Pulled yeah. out of joints and being dislocated, even broken in some parts. You can hear these noises, and they're not work. pleasant noises. It is grim. It takes you, takes you, about like close to an yeah. hour to get these done. So you guys are looking away for an hour. Like you might occasionally go, like just look back to have a look at something, and then you hear a sound. You just go, nope, just turning back around. Um, and it's not until you hear like a little bit of silence and maybe washing up in the water. Yuri walking up. You hear the yeah. the and then Yuri just creep or not creeping but walking up behind you. Right, lads. Are you done? Uh, yeah. Yeah, finished. Well, thank you for doing that, Yuri. I can't imagine that was pleasant. Don't thank me, mate. Uh, let's let's uh continue and maybe not mention this when we get back to the big top. Indeed. Or. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't really care about it, but, like, you know, weak stomachs and all. By this time, you probably start noticing it's, like, late or in the afternoon. Like, the sun's on its way to setting. It quite hasn't hit, like, you know, that, that descent where everything starts getting orange and yellow, but you can definitely see that, like, it's starting to get that little bit of heat that mm. you get off the sun. So it is starting to get later in the day. Uh, double time back to the big top, fellas. Let's move it. Right behind you. We'll start running. All right. Cool. Trek back. Uh, can you give me a survival roll? I just want to see how long it's going to actually take you to get back. I can do that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it's a 14. 14. It takes you a little bit longer this time to get back. Like, you know the way back. You know the route you've got to take. But because, you know, the sun's setting, everything looks different. You're walking towards the sun. You're missing maybe the tracks you left behind before. You're missing their tracks, and you're just running back. You try and rush at this point. So you kind of, you're kind of weaving rather than just going in a straight line like you were before this morning. Mm. Um, but you do make it back to Aberton, but the sun is very close to setting. It probably takes you probably twice, uh, not twice as long, maybe like an hour extra longer than it did this morning to get back to Aberton. And you can see people are starting to turn on their lights inside the houses and you see the familiar sight of the big top with you can see the glow of the sconces you guys have around the uh, campsite and around and the torches you have around them. Yeah, so you start heading back into town. You will go through Aberton. You get to the familiar rock. No familiar face this time. And you head in through the big archway. What'd you do when you first get back into the circus? Where'd you go? 
I think Uri is heading straight to Tahala's uh, wagon. Okay. You, um, Kale? Yeah, I have with him. How about you? Um, what are the names of the, the, the two, the twins? What were their names again? It's Ma and Her. That's what I remember. Um, Hesper and Matthias Jaxix, the unjoined twins. I'm going to go and find them. Okay. Yuri and Kale, you wander over towards Tahala's tent. You can see Bunny's there. He's going through bandages, like sorting them out, um, looking over stuff, and Javier splits off from you guys to head off in a different direction as you get back into camp. And Bunny is like kind of like carrying bandages back up into her wagon. And he turns around, Oh! Oh! Hey, hey mate. How you doing? Oh, well, been better, but uh, we, we, we discovered the, the, the tower. Uh, it's got right. these weird... Well, uh, I think Kale can describe it better. But uh, before that, how's Tahala? How is she? Well, yeah, she's better today. Uh, Compared to yesterday, she's a bit more, you know, awake, a bit more, uh, you know, less sweaty, less um, uh, feverish. She's been a lot more conscious uh, compared to yesterday, which has been good. Uh, She she seems like she's on the mend, but she still looks awful. I mean, I can't tell you much more than that. Uh, care, I like, like you said, changing bandages every hour. I mean, they're they're a bastard to get on, but uh, they just seem to constantly feel like they're slopping off and just trying to get rid of that pus and that uh, you know, the sediment that just builds up. It's just, it's hard. Cool fever ain't nothing, pre. Yeah, no, she's uh, yeah, she's in, she's improving. Uh, we'll just see how she goes tonight. But uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Okay, if you want to feel. Bunny in on what you saw. Dinosaurs. Bunny. Dinosaurs? What, you mean like... Yeah, that's what I said. Dinosaurs. He seems like... Well, I guess we... It's not... I mean, we've... Demons were one thing. Uh, Dinosaurs. What are we going to fight next? Uh, uh, Dolphins? (laughs) We're going through (laughs) the Ds. It's a, it's a oh yeah, yeah, no joke. joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a joke. Yeah, it's a good one, buddy. Oh, good one. Uh, dinosaurs. Like well, well, I, I didn't just, see them, so I'm not. I'm still struggling to believe it myself. Uh, Kale, well, ca- you sure dinosaurs? Why is it so hard to believe? We were fighting walrus toads yesterday. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, I didn't hear about the toads. Your walrus toads? Yeah, they're all slimy, like and disgusting. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yeah. Is that? Oh, yeah, the yeah, Hermitage. yeah. Uh, Hermitage, as I see. They're like, uh, right, almost yeah. like guarding it or like swarming or whatever. It was uh, gross. Right. Yeah, weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. But this uh, thing can't help it. Like, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's, I just didn't think they would come this far north. You know, you hear, you hear tales of them hanging out in the Wangi uh, Expanse, but There's... outside of that, not really. Unless... I know what I saw. There was definitely dinosaurs, more of the eel men, and uh... eel men. Oh yeah, the eel men. We've got to. There's also eel men, wrangling dinosaurs. R- wrangling dinosaur eel men. Right. Uh... Oh, and statues, right, the, living uh, statues. Uh, but not like. Uh... You see, he, his head, his, his head turns towards. Should I be concerned Greg, about? No, Greg. He's a, he's a, oh, he's not going to kill uh, you. Yeah. I, I managed. I managed to get the body, body, uh, the oh, chest piece off today. Oh, no, How, how's it fit? 
Well, ah, uh, well, I needed a hand putting it on. I, oh, I can uh, go get it if you like. Uh, yeah, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. And he's like, he seems excited. And he runs off. Look, Kailway, I think we've just got to, like, commit to this now. We've already killed the bastard. May as well get something out of it. Like, he could have been brought back to life. Yeah, but how? Like, I don't know how to do it. No, me either. So it's like, well, he's dead then, isn't he? At least he could have had a chance. Even if it was 500 years from now, he could have had wondrous adventures in the future. But now he's missing body parts. But he could still do that in the future. If he gets thawed out now, he's going to wake up screaming in agony. Well, I mean, he's, at least he wakes up, right? Bleeding, I guess. At the moment, like, look at him, he's dead as a doorpost. Or, like, dead as a statue. Oh, no, that's not a very good expression. Shink, 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 shink. You can hear... Anyway, my point about the tower is, let's see if the mayor comes good on our invoice for our work at the Hermitage before we commit to this tower. Shink, 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 shink. Bunny comes over and he's like, oh, yeah, here it is. And he kind of, like, brushes off some bits of rock and dust off the top of it. Yeah, I, I, I had to uh, chisel out a bit more underneath, but uh, I, was, <laughs> I was careful. You, you did tell me to be careful, but, uh, I mean... That's his skin you're chiseling off. Well, no, no, it looked like clothing. It looked like, you know, like the stuff, the padded stuff they wear underneath. Oh, like a gabison. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 and like little curly, curly bits. I think I knocked off a bit of his beard, though. I don't think he'd be... I, I would be happy about that. Dwarves really like that. Yeah, he's probably more attached to that than we his do. fingers. And he, like, very proudly sticks out his chin, which is a lot more braided and pretty looking than before. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, he's like yeah, that's a... That's what, a what, you, what do you, you think? Looks, looks quite dashing, mate. You, uh... You, you got a date or something? Oh, no, no. Tahala was showing me some, some stuff. Oh, right. Well, that's... Back when she had back when she had hair on her head, she uh, used to plait her hair and uh, she showed me a couple of things I can do. A few things I she taught me in between her fever dreams. Yeah. Uh, looks good. Uh, yeah, thank you. Well, you got you got her to thank. And he points back. You're leaning is like, I'm sure, uh, sure Eliza would love it. Well, fuck off. He <laughs> <laughs> just goes right. You don't see. You don't hear what he says. Um, KLBC. Uh, Bunny's cheeks just go bright red under his ginger beard. And he's like, "Fuck off!" And he's like pushing. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking, mate. Oh, mate, why are you so? Oh no, it's just a little in joke between. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's, yeah. uh, it's a joke between. It's a joke so between it's a, us. It's an old joke about beers or whatnot, like yeah. Your cheeks look too like two little bald plums. No, no, it's just a reflection of my beard. It's uh, very shiny. I put some oil in it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't believe? Shoot, Yuri, a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll just give Kale a big wide grin, and then uh, turn around and look at it. Uh, to Harley's wagon, it's like, uh, you are, uh, you, you, you. Oh, actually, no. Let's get you into this first. I want to see what you look like in it, and then you can have the night off. Yeah, go on, go on. Anyway. And so this is this is like split mail. So it's half nice. mail, half plate. Bits of like you know, like under the arms and stuff is male. Some of the stuff around the body's male. Shoulders have like bits of plate on it, and then every every gap in between is like covered in um, chainmail. Yeah. So it's like kind of it's it's yeah split mail. So you put it on, and yeah, it's a good fit. It, it fits him well, and he's like holding himself. He's like, yeah, nah, this this goes alright. It's too heavy, but uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think you're, he, like, you're strong. You pats can... on his chest. It's like oh, I haven't. I haven't worn stuff like this in years. Yeah, let me give it a go. And Uriel just like get his dagger and like you know just like poke him very gently in the 
in the plates. And he sits out with his belly sticking out. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Oh, Look, you're oh, not getting through that, oh, mate. A bit, gen- bit more gentle. Oh, bit sorry, more sorry. Yeah, gentle. No, uh, yeah, no, you're not getting through that for sure. Try your axe, actually. No, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, nah, best, best not. That's uh, uh but yeah, no, I well, yeah. look, it, I mean, it fits. Outfit fit, um, for our missions I'm now. Tough. If you if you want to come along, we uh we was thinking we needed another another end or do two with the uh, with the tower. Oh well, uh, you know what they say. Uh, I'm a demon hunter. That, I mean, oh, I mean, it yes. might be a bit difficult to uh, shoot that crossbow. Uh, where is Javier? Do you he made it back all right? He's yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's all right. What do you think of the crossbow? And he like leans forwards and like gives you an eye. Like, what do you think of the crossbow? He uh, he had a bit of trouble just using his hands in the fight, actually. So, ah, oh. yeah, maybe he'll oh, all right then. He'll, he'll give it a go next time, or maybe he'll just give it back to you. Like, I don't know. You seem it seemed like he was having trouble just like wielding his rapier or whatever. Actually, I I, I, well, I well I didn't really get to see much of it anyway. It just seemed like you know. Well, uh I didn't see well, many thought, crossbow well, bolts. With, is with what this. I'm saying. With this staff on, and normally, like, you, you end up being the one being hit hard mm. on the front lines and that. Yeah. I was thinking I, I should just, uh, you know, go for a more traditional thing and just use that pick that we found. Oh, yeah. That is very dwarvish. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know how to use it. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like bread and butter to me, you know. Oh, it seems like it might work. But you are very fond of that crossbow. Oh, I am. It's it's nice to to use uh, shoot things from afar, but I mean maybe like, it, uh, it, like maybe yeah you like keep keep oh we're both I don't see Abby well, yeah, using well, the crossbow, mate. Well, like you mentioned, it doesn't seem tower, like that kind of fella, right? Like, did you see inside it? Like, yeah. what did it look like? Like, was it dense? Well, you know, Kale Kale got got up in there and whatever, but he just told us there was dinosaurs, and then we just kind of like yeah. fucked off or whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't presume it's like big rooms and that, just like small corridors because. Oh, it might be better if I used the pick in that sense. Yeah, you don't want to nah, shoot me. No, nah, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of it. Wouldn't dream of it. How about yeah? Yes. You disappear around to the other side of the campsite. You do notice this. It gets like it's darker around this side, a bit more, uh, less lighting around this area, and you do happen upon their tent. There's a small, cool fire burning in like the sitting area they were sitting in before, and it's just kind of sitting there, just like almost out but like flickering every now and again you hear pops from inside uh, but you don't see any lights on oh just wandering okay so do you wander into one of the tents would you wander into there's two so I'll remind you what it looks like so there's two tents set up both grand and beautiful uh, but opposite in colour but still that kind of what I want to say is like gothic in style like a lot of uh, like a little bit of lace a little bit of like uh, decorations hanging here and there. Whenever there's a colour on one side, the complete opposite is on the uh, the opposite side onto the other sister's uh, tent. So the two tents and they're facing inwards towards the fire. Where so it's like they a are? back tent area where down the line one side is one colour and one colour scheme and the other one is the opposite colour and colour scheme. Where do they have the um the wares that they were trying to get rid of set up? They they said they needed to go into town to go collect some wares and see what they could find to create your I mean, to, like, when, when they were doing they their garage sale thing. Oh, you're looking for the Flambini sisters. I thought you were looking for the ones who were making your suit. Wasn't it them who had the garage sale? No, um, the Flambini sisters. Okay. Oh, disregard. Wipe that. 
Flambini sisters, you head over and you can see their green and red and white tents sitting there on either side. Big roaring fire in the middle and the two of them are sitting there drinking uh, beers out of the bottle, shouting at each other. What do you mean? No, I, that time I didn't even let go of it. Yeah, you did. I remember seeing you. It's like, no, you threw it and you threw it badly and I couldn't catch it. It's like, well, that's that's because... Right, you got me, fine. I was, I I had a bit too much that night. It's like, see, this is why we don't drink when we're having a performance. You've seen what the dwarven are. Have I there? How you doing? Nothing wrong with a drink or two before the performance, ladies. See, see, Freya points out towards uh, Leia. See, it is fine, right? Just don't go overboard. And then Leia points out, see, Freya, like, uh, what's, (laughs) how, how are you doing? How did the um? How did the circle go? The uh, well, that's what I've hoop. come here to talk to you about. Not great, I'm right. afraid. Uh, I I think it might be broken. Broken? Like, give it here. Give it here. I'll hand it over. And she like puts her hand out, and she's like holding it. And she's like using the flame of the fire, and she's looks. I like, don't know. I we we got in a bit of a scrap before earlier today, and just couldn't seem to quite get it to work. Looks fine from here. I mean, there's no bend in it. There's no dints. I mean, there's, it's a little bit dirty. Uh, but, uh, apart from that, I mean, they look just as the same as we gave them to you before. We, we haven't had issues with them. It's like, nah, nah, I don't think... We, we never had issues with them, but we just stopped using them because it wasn't, you know, injuries in that. We just, we want to be careful. Hmm. You know, we thought fire poise were fine, and look what happened. Freya, like, wiggles her hand in the air. <laughs> well, perhaps you could give me some pointers, then. Oh, and using it? Yes. Yeah, right. I, we can give you a hand. Did you, how did you find... Were the daggers okay? I haven't used the daggers yet. Right. But right. they seem fine. All right, well... And uh, Frey goes, well, I can't help. My hand, you see? And, hey, and she holds up her bottle. And Leia goes, oh, fine. All right, come here. We'll show you how we do this. She gets up and, like, stretches, puts her hands down to her toes and, like, fle- uh, flexes out and goes, right. All right, what I want you need you to do, right, basic, it's just one thing, so it's fine, but just, you know, arms left, right, left, right, and then throw it up in the air, and then I'll catch it. And then I'll throw it back to you, and you catch it. And then once I know that you've got that, we can then start practicing on twirling. And she basically takes you through, like, an old routine that her and her sister used to go through. So I would like you to put... Give me a performance check, please. Oh, boy. Oh, that's not bad. That's not great. Uh, 17. That's, that's enough. That's enough. Like, it is a little bit wavy, and it's like you're not used to working with a partner in a performance... But after a while, like, Freya starts banging her foot and you're moving in time to her banging her foot and stuff like that. And you see, like, then you're passing it to each other and it's, the rhythm's good. You start to add some spins into it. She shows you how to, like, like dive and dip and stuff with this weapon. And, yeah, you, you feel a bit more confident with it. You feel comfortable working with a partner with this kind of weapon. Oh, yes, I, I, I suppose I'd never really worked out the kinks of how to use it properly so thank you for showing well, me Well you've never used that kind of thing before. So it's it's, it's No I'm generally more acquainted with the pointier one. Well yeah and that's, that's what was a bit strange when you said you wanted to take that and then suddenly you go off and venture in again and I mean I've never thought about using this Well I did this practice yeah, did but, practice for an afternoon. But you practice without knowing how to actually use it you know. Yes yes. You were trying to find I your own way right. of using it and all your experience before this was with a rapier right? Yes, mother, I suppose it Oi. was. She kicks dirt in your direction. She's like, don't call me that. <laughs> you're, fucking, you're older than me, I believe. How old are you? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You call me mother, it does. In the circus, we're all the same age. Yeah, yeah. I guess we just judge each other by years in the circus rather than years in life, right? 
And if we're judging by years in the circus, then my mother, you probably could oh, yeah, be. Good point. All right, fine, you got me. Here. And she, like, throws you a beer. Thank you. I know, reflex save. All, All right. right. Come on. You put your hand out to catch it, it hits you in the face. And they both oh, burst out in laughter. Oh, oh I can see your this issues. This has been my day. This has been my day. Freya kind of looks up oh. and looks at, looks at Leia. Do you reckon he's got... And Leia's like, no. No, he hasn't, has he? And they both kind of look at you, like... Don't say it. Oh, no, we think you're... You got the actor's curse. The, the what? The actor's curse. And Freya, like, the actor's yeah, yeah, curse. And she comes in close. No, don't touch me. You can spread it by touching people. You haven't touched anyone, have you? Does contact with the same weapon count? She, like, looks down at the thing. She just, like, drops it and just, like, looks at it and says, I, I don't think so, but I've, we haven't really experimented. Usually. All right, there's only one remedy. All right, c- follow follow us. We, 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 can, we can cure this. We can cure this. And they look genuinely scared. I, I, I think Javier is genuinely scared now. All right. And they said, look, come, come with us. Come with us. Um, Actors, are you sure? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not just being clumsy. No, 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 no. I mean, if, I mean, look at you, you were fine before and then this happened. It's, it's common case. Like, and, and Freya speaks up and says, like, yeah, like it's, it's, it comes in waves, right? You were good at something before and then this came across again. Like you were good at something and then it stopped working for you afterwards, right? Yes, 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 right. yes. Okay, tell me how to All fix right. it. Come, come this way. And she walks over. Says, uh, you also, you need to be blindfolded. <sighs> okay, I'll take my bandana and blindfold myself. All right, Frey, give me those gloves so I don't touch him. Like, All right, right, right. They hand him over. All right. Give me a perception check. Uh, it's a 21. 21. All right. So they start leading you through the camp. They kind of, you notice that the pattern that they're taking is quite topsy-turvy. At some point, you hear one of them laugh, but it's stifled back, and the other one goes, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, fine. <laughs> it's fine, fine. And they're, like, leading you through the tents, and you know exactly where you are amongst the tents, but you can tell that they're trying to make you lose, like, a part, lose, like, where you are. So give me a survival check, and let me see if you can figure out, like, the path they've taken you around, and it's, like, where you've ended up. Uh, survival, it's... Oh, only an eight. Okay, yeah, it, look, even though you know that you're possibly being tricked at this point you don't actually know where you are. You're like, right, right, keep the blindfold on. We have you in the main tent. What you need to do, we've got you up on this plinth, and in front of you, there's a whole bunch of, like, we've got some hay in front of you, and it's called a fool. An actor only knows who they truly are until they take a fool, whether that being inside a performance or taking a fool inside, you know, um, physically, if that makes sense. You know, you know, like when you see someone who's a comedian, they're on stage and they just die. That's when they become a professional. The idea is we're going to try and simulate you failing a performance to an audience. But I've never failed a performance. Exactly. Exactly, you hear Freya say. Because you haven't failed, you haven't become a true performer. That doesn't make sense no, to me. Trust, trust us, okay? You need to take a fall. I suppose if you think it'll help. And you can, you notice, like, they've, they've got you up at a height, and you can feel it's kind of slightly up, and, like, you need to put your arms out, take a bow, and a fall. And you'll catch me? Yes. You do pick up on the delay. <laughs> I will deliberately push it out of my mind and just trust them. Okay. And I will put my arms out and then take a deep breath and then 
kick backwards and fall. You fall through the air, and it's like silence, and it's like almost like time stops still, like you're just falling, 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 and then you feel the cold, wet slap of like heavy mud in front of you. You just fall face first into mud, and you hear an uproaring cheer from everyone around you. You look up, you take a blindfold off, you realise you've fallen in the middle of like a mud pile that was like right next to where the paddocks are. And you look up and you see Freya putting a hand down to help you up. You see Leia uh, next to her laughing her ass off. You can see all of the dwarven throwers in front of you laughing. You see um, everyone, everyone they could pick up in the service. You see um, Axel, you see all these different people sitting there laughing, but cheering. It's not like they're laughing at you in a callous way. They're laughing as if like they're cheering you on. They're like, hey, 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 he took the fall, he took the fall. Um, and yeah, you hear this in the back and, and, and you see this and you see them all coming up and everyone comes over and they're like shaking your hand, giving you a hug. And like, you're overwhelmed. You've heard nothing about this. You've never seen anything like this before. Uh, yeah, I think Javier will be very sheepish about this and just accept the, uh, the congratulations, but not really with like much enthusiasm necessarily. Just like, oh, Yes, thank you, I suppose. What is going on? And so, and so the dwarven uh, throws like, Hey, hey, bloody, you're right in there, and you judge, everyone's going to take a fall, you guys, and you see Hercules walk up, and he goes, Ah, we've all had to take the fall, boy, and uh, it's better to get early than later. And he, like, yes, puts a you, drink please. in your stomach and then just, like, wanders off oh. in a different direction. Yes, I'll take a swig. You see Eliza's there in the corner just kind of laughing a little bit, but, like, clapping towards you. Like, very, very well done. I'll raise my glass towards Eliza. Yeah. And everyone who's got a drink raises up and they're like, hey! And at this point, it's like towards the end of the conversation between Yuri, Bunny, and Kale. And you can hear, hey! and you turn around, you can Ugh. you can see that there's a small crowd gathered and you can see Javier holding up a drink covered in mud. Just going, hey! like looking uh, around. What did we miss? Guess he took the fall or something, right? Well, we do the slap in the mud. I hit the side of a tank and then caught fire. <laughs> Not in that order. <laughs> yeah, like that was hilarious, mate. But like, you know, he's having been having like, you know, confidence issues or something with his rapier. So like, or whatever he was using today. What 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 happened today? I didn't see much. Oh, he did like he spun the hoop around and dropped it. it was silly and practical weapon, anyway. <laughs> what was he thinking? I don't know, mate. Great axe works fine for me. Mm-hmm. He sort of like gets his cleaver out and just like slaps it around. Speaking of which, <laughs> I think it's almost dinner time. Oh yeah, no, nah, and Bunny kind right. of throws himself. Oh yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we'll have one last look over uh, Tahalia, and then uh, we'll come, we'll come grab some food for her and us. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll make Javier's favorite tonight. Ooh, what's Javier's favorite? Do you know Kale, or are you just? Oh, I'm sure he knows by now. Surely. What is it? I don't know, Javier's gonna tell. Uh, probably like uh, plum and pheasant. Ooh. There you have it. Plum and pheasant. Plum and pheasant. Oh, I'm excited. Alright, well, we'll best have a look at uh, look at her and see how she's doing. Yeah, oh, show me what you've been doing. Oh, I'm gonna like walk off. So you gave her a plus two from the potion this morning, Kale. Yeah. And Bunny gave her a plus four. So with her, she needs. So that is a total of a plus. She's got a plus 14 to this roll. She needs a 6 plus, right? Oh no, it's 18, four plus. It? So, the odds are on her side. She's currently at stage 4. 6 is death. Or at least close to death. Alright. 
Here comes the roll. What's the number in the dice? I guess we'll have to find out next week. Ooh, oh, you bastard. Why? I'm walking away. I can't help but smile. <laughs> <laughs> you cruel man, Adam. A cruel man. I'm hey, not going to tell gonna you. Tell us. I'm going to leave. Bastard. I've got my physical dice, then my big die here. I'm leaving it on that number. So now I won't forget. Oh. And I'll write notes, obviously, but it's there. Yeah. There we go. Fuck. Fuck. Whew. That was an intense it session. It was. Very intense. And then you made it deliberately tense at the end there. 